What's up and welcome back to another episode of Bachelor Pad Podcast, a podcast where two bachelors who had never really sat down to watch ABC's The Bachelor before sit down to review episodes right after they air. My name's Tyler. I'm here with my best friend, Scott. What's up, Geckos? How you doing, man? I am okay. It's it's this time of the season is a real struggle for Scott. <laughs> I do you think that that was true with Tasha as well? Um, it definitely slowed down still in, in Tasha season, but not as bad as this one. I mean, she was still like, I mean, like fancy sweets and then like immediately sending Ivan yeah, home was, like there was still a lot happening. I felt like all of it happened in one episode though right right whereas like I thought tonight was the finale I did too honestly and I was really bummed to find out it wasn't <laughs> yeah because I, I felt like this whole episode could have been 30 minutes yeah I, I definitely agree I think they dragged it out a ton I think they could have spent you know maybe 10 minutes on each like uh each date date yep and then you know five ten minutes of uh you know interviews voiceovers and rose ceremony Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i mean i think it's cool that he got like his conversation with his dad i don't know if i needed to see it yeah i mean i felt like that was valuable like i think that that's good uh like i think that that's something good for like america to see more of like honestly i don't feel like it was that like uh resolving of a conversation no i mean his dad was just deflecting everything yeah and like never admitting fault to anything really and then they just pretended like okay now we're good yeah i honestly don't remember how it concluded but like even in his like conclusionary statements it was he said something along the lines of like something uh, I don't want you to have the same kind of relationship that I had, you know, a bad relationship, what happened to me or something. Yeah, like I, I don't want you to have to go through what I went through yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah. Which is like, it's not to say like it he didn't vic- experience like things, but like, yeah, it, it's rather than I don't want you to make the same mis- same decisions I made or, mm-hmm. you know. Because it was very obvious from the conversation that he had cheated on Matt's mom. Yeah. And then came home one day and she had left him. Yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're not the victim. You're ridiculous is what you are. You don't understand what I went through. She left me. (laughs) You cheated first. (laughs) Yeah, but she left me. That was hard on me. Yeah. mm. (laughs) So I could have done without that conversation. I wish wish every date would have been 10 minutes and then I wish we would have had all of next week's episode in the next 30 minutes and then we had an hour back to our lives yeah yeah because i have a feeling next next week is going to be able to be really short as well but they're going to draw it out for the full two hours yeah yeah i i I feel like this season in particular maybe more than others has been belabored like it's it's just been a little too dragged out doesn't it feel like it's been more episodes than normal yeah it feels that way I don't know if that's accurate or not, but Francis, it, if you're listening, can you do a little <laughs> can you check help us for out us to see how many episodes that have been? <laughs> yeah, I I do feel like this has gone on long enough now, and I feel like you know I'm also just not that. I mean, other than Michelle, who is now in the final two, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just not that invested. Period. I'm not invested. I mean, I I think Michelle's cool. She's definitely the best of the two. But yeah, I'm not invested in this. I'm just not invested in Matt anymore. Like it started off good and I've slowly like throughout the whole season taken off how much I really care about him. No, I feel the same way. Like I'm I'm really not I'm not as team Matt as I was at the beginning of this season, which is sad. And I think part of it is that like, you know, he's uh I think it's just this whole like and it's it's been like memed out now. Uh, this whole idea of like anyone but Rachel says I love you, and he just like he just pretends like they didn't say anything, and you Says know, thanks. moves in with a kiss or something. Yeah, like most of the time, that's what he does. Is it it is its own kind of deflection, really? Totally, it's let me show physical affection so it feels like I res- 
re- reciprocated, but I'm not reciprocating. Yeah. And I don't like that. Like, I feel I like, like that's, I would, I would have to address it if it happened to me. Yeah, absolutely. Like if, if someone, if I said, I love you and a girl just responds by kissing me, especially like the first, second, third time I say it, mm-hmm. I would have to be like, hang on. Like, can we talk about, can this? we talk about this? Cause yeah. like, you're not, I, I appreciate the kiss and I appreciate the affection, but you're not, you're kind of leaving me in no man's land here. Yeah. I have no idea where you stand other than you don't want to address the conversation. <laughs> and, and I don't think I want to like be clear. I don't think that anyone should feel pressured to, to say, I love you to back. say, I love you back. Totally. But you also have to be willing to like have that conversation. Yeah. And I, I feel like if the answer is, if the immediate, not even as if the response isn't I love you too, there needs to be some kind of a conversation right. that happens yeah. before any other type of like physical connection, I think, happens. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because it's obvious then at that point you guys are on different pages. Right. Well, but that's the problem, is it's not obvious. Like two of these women have really fallen for that. Maybe they fell for it. I think part of it is it's also like you never want to be the. I think it's hard for people to uh, say like, "Hey, wait a second, like, and really address it. I think it's hard for some people to do that. I think they probably noticed and felt that way. They just refused to to bring it up. That might be true. I I just mean based on their like, uh, the two camera interviews, the way yeah. they talk about it afterward, they act super affirmed and validated. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, that, that's why, that's what makes me feel like they're, they are, I don't want to say falling for it because I don't think Matt's intentionally trying to mislead them. Yeah. I just think he's avoiding difficult conversations. You know what I mean? I totally. think it's avoidance. I don't think it's malicious. But it reminds me so much. It's still not as bad as the worst ever was. I don't know if you remember Pilot Pete. And I don't remember which girl it was. I don't even remember most of the girl's names. Uh, But in Hometowns, she said, uh, I love you. And he said, say it again. And she said, I love you. And he said, I love hearing that. Mm -hmm. Like, that's still the the all-time crown for like. it was Hannah douchebag maybe it could have been hannah ann yeah uh i'll tell you what it definitely wasn't madison i don't believe it was well i i shouldn't say definitely wasn't i'm i don't think it was madison i don't think she said it i don't i don't know i don't i don't remember if she did or not but uh yeah i mean that takes the cake for like uh emo- emotional manipulation mm-hmm. <laughs> like i don't think that this is on that level but it is a little bit like, I don't know, it's a little bit obnoxious. Yeah, I'm just tired of Matt. Yeah. I don't, I don't. And now they're supposed to, they're trying to like make me care about some drama that's going to happen next week between him and his mom. And I already didn't care about his conversation with his dad. So I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> like, I'm just like now like dreading watching next week. Yeah, I get it. I I know. I I don't know. I, I for me at least, I feel like uh Pete was obviously awful, but it was a train wreck like you couldn't look away from it. Yeah. And this is like This was a more entertaining awful. Yeah, because maybe it was a little more like unrealistic. Like this is yeah, a more well, realistic well, just, kind of awful. Totally. It was with Peter it was like what person acts like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. With James, it's like, okay, but why do I care? Yeah. Why do I care? And also, like, uh, maybe because we liked him so much early on that it feels a little bit like betrayal toward yeah, the like end of this. Yeah, he's let us down. Yeah. We knew Pilot Pete was an idiot from the beginning. <laughs> yeah, from the get-go. Yeah. It was like, okay, know what to expect here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Matt started off very like seemingly grounded and then like as time's gone on it seems like he is very avoidant of like avoidant of real conversations avoidant of mm-hmm. real depth or you know totally 
yeah, I can't remember any deep conversations that he's had all season. And the only like hard conversation he's had, quote unquote, hard conversation is when he sent uh, um, Anna home. Uh, Abigail. No, Anna. Oh, sure. When? Well, when, I think his conversation with Abigail was probably like that was a that was a hard talk. Yeah, it it, it probably was on the the negative side. But I, I yeah, I just feel like everything but, I don't know. But even the Abigail thing, it was because she like she forced the conversation to happen. Yeah, he and didn't then he finally it. like, okay, like you've kind of like put put me in a corner, so I'll tell you what's going on. But like had kind of left her like just kind of hanging, mm-hmm. you know, this whole time. And yeah, I don't know. It, yeah, I think my my thing with Matt is I feel like in order to label him as this like super mature, well well thought out, like does the right thing type of bachelor that I think we thought of him in the beginning is I feel like for the most part, no one actually knows how he really feels about them or, right. where, or where he's really at. Right. It's just all kind of vaguely positive. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's why so many of these girls are legitimately blindsided. Yeah. Oh, I think he has definitely been guilty of leading on many women this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously like, uh, yeah, I, I mean, there's, there've just been a lot of women this season that he's, you know, probably been guilty of leading on where they're like, wait, what? Like, I thought we had this great connection. It seemed like there was spark and chemistry, but you're just sending me home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's that's rough. Yeah, I mean, Bree was definitely blindsided. Katie was blindsided earlier in the season. Abigail was blindsided earlier in the season with many others. Piper was Chanel. blindsided. Yep. Nope. Chelsea. Chelsea. Gosh yep. dang it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. And then just this, the whole like fantasy suites week to me is just such a weird week. Like I know they intentionally set it up to try to create drama and try to create these situations, but I think having these girls have to sit down and talk to each other in between dates is an awful thing to do. Yeah. It's <laughs> to just them. Mean. Like very very real like abc does not care about the contestants <laughs> there uh there was a season i think it was ari's season because that was one of the few seasons that i caught like half of uh my my other roommates at the time were were watching it and i i watched the back half of the season mm-hmm. and uh in the last when it came down to fantasy suites week week the women all had their own rooms. Like they didn't have roommates anymore because they'd weeded out, you know, all the rest of the contestants. And for fantasy suites week, they put them all in the same hotel room so that they had to talk with each other, talk with each each other. Yeah. And it's like, that's kind of what we're experiencing with this. Yeah. Well, and we talked about it earlier in the season, um, but I don't remember her name. Uh, maybe Brittany. Yeah. Uh, I think it was I don't know where you're going with this. But. The uh, the girl that Anna accused of being Brittany. Uh, it was Brittany. Like ABC could have easily not aired that. Right. But they wanted the views. They wanted the ratings. I'm, it, this season for me has really been like, come on, ABC. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Just some weird, it, like uh, more than uh, much more than like, you know what we experienced our first real you and i like sitting down to watch the bachelor was bachelor in paradise mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago now um 20 yeah 2019 yeah and uh like that felt a lot more like i would say pure like in that it was like you know there wasn't a whole lot of like uh abc created drama it was just if there was drama it was just because it was the contestants were just dramatic people yeah like the most dramatic thing that abc did was along the way they would introduce more people Mm -hmm. but that's not even that's not inherently dramatic like because then there are like 
deeper connections that can be formed with that where it's like, oh, I don't really have anyone here for me. And then someone new comes and it's like, oh man, now I have this really great connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, yeah, that, that felt a lot more, I don't know, like a, an honest attempt at finding love. Whereas this season in particular, I think a lot of those, like the chinks in the armor were really exposed this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. I, and what I like more, I, I think I, I like bachelor in paradise more than the bachelor or bachelorette. And it's because sometimes they pick crappy leads. Yeah. And so these people aren't stuck just trying to pursue one person. They can change and like, right. like okay, well there's a, a decent person over here that I can talk to. Yeah, like, you know, we we went through the whole situation with Claire earlier. If that was on Paradise, it, all those guys would have had other women that they could have been like, well, she's, like, clearly set on Dale, so I can move on and, yep. you know, have a chance still at, at finding love. And, and yeah, you're right. It just shows, like, a, a lack of, of, like, thought for and care for the... Uh, the people on the show that mm-hmm. aren't the lead. Yeah. They're purposely like building up all this time and dramatic, uh, dramatizing everything to try to make these contestants feel like their relationship is further along than what it is. Cause realistically it's not, they're eight weeks into this relationship. Um, and then for them to then purposefully put them into difficult situations to see how they react. Now, granted I get it chances are they're paid they're signing contracts they're signing up for all this stuff but for a show that says like it's all about like caring for people and wanting to like help them find love it's not what it does yeah they get views though yeah i mean we're two of them yes we are (laughs) yeah so we'll see what uh we'll see what happens next week uh we have our our finale um, you know, there's been a lot already out on the internet, a lot of, uh, maybe leaks, uh, maybe rumors. Uh, and so we'll get to see what some of that really shakes out to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think we're going to get, uh, so in the finale next week, I think we're going to have an after the final rose. And Ho- hopefully, and hopefully that's not another episode. I don't think so. I think it is just in the later part of the episode next week. And I think they're announcing Bachelorette next week too. Okay. Like who the Bachelorette's going to be. It'll be interesting. Uh, you know, I, I feel like after now we've got a couple of seasons under our belt. Um, and, you know, I feel like I am very confident that I like the bachelorette more than the bachelor at this point. Well, I'm going to wait until we see the bachelorette this year. Okay. So I that we have judgment. So two of each. Yeah. Well, cause I don't consider, two and a half. I don't consider the Claire and Tasha to be separate seasons. It was it's just one. one season for me. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you on that. I, I agree. Uh, but it's probably wise to reserve judgment. I just feel so strongly that it's like, I mean, you know, thinking back to Claire and Tasha's season, there were several of the guys that I didn't care about at all, and several of the guys that I thought were dramatic or obnoxious or annoying. But all of them, I would be like, "Oh yeah, no, they're they're fine people," and like I wouldn't mind being their coworker or something like that. You know, maybe we we wouldn't be friends, but like. Yeah, I I wouldn't mind having some sort of acquaintance with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so many of the women on this season and, and on Pilot Pete's season, I'm just like, man, I would never want to even be around you, like be associated with you. Like, I just feel like they pick the wrong people for The Bachelor. Mm, like purposely pick more like dramatic. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I I don't disagree with you. I'm I'm struggling to get through the end of the season with every season we go through. <laughs> See, I I definitely remember the lull with Pete. Um I didn't feel that way with Tasha's season at all. I think just because it felt more expedited. Like we had some things that were like jammed together mm-hmm. and I felt like that was a good thing. You know. Oh, totally. I think 
this week for sure should have been the finale, but they even maybe could have made last week the finale. Yeah. If they would have just tightened things up throughout the season, maybe a little bit more. Like, we could have been done and wrapped last week. And I get it. They have to do what they need to do for their contracts and all that kind of stuff. But come on, ABC. Tighten it up. Give us better, like, shorter content. Yep. Say less better. Say less better. It's one of my favorite phrases. I I, I do my best to live by that uh, that phrase. Mm-hmm. What would uh, what would you do if you were in uh, like a final contestant in the fantasy suites like week? Like, how would you react? How would you respond? How to make you feel like knowing that this person who you're trying to pursue a relationship with is potentially also spending the night with multiple other people bundling bags <laughs> like from the patriot from the patriot yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then you feed them tea <laughs> with ink in it yeah so then wake up and just got black teeth yeah uh no here's what i would do i would break into uh i would break into their fantasy suite someone else's fantasy suite and i would put a ring on the girl's finger so that she woke up to that and thought like what the heck like how dare you just assume and like put a ring on my finger and then he would be kicked out <laughs> that's what i would do mm. no i i think like to answer your question honestly i i i would be super uh uncomfortable with that i don't think i would assume though uh, although it is intimate time, I don't think I would assume that it was sexual. Yeah. Like I would definitely have questions, uh, but I wouldn't make those assumptions. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it would be something where I would definitely talk to whoever it was directly about it. Well, and I would talk to like in this scenario, the I would talk to the, too. well, to the, to the lead. Like, yeah. That's who I was. Saying. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of a Madison from Oh, totally. I, yeah. I think she handled it really well. Where she didn't like come out with a um ultimatum. An ultimatum, but she said like if this were to happen, it would be very difficult for me to move forward with this. Yeah. And then he did, and then she said, "Okay, bye." It I told you it would be difficult. It, it still is, is. difficult. <laughs> it is it is in fact difficult. And she ended up I'm giving trying him a to work yeah. through it. Yeah. And then you know what? Like I couldn't get past it. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's how I would that's how I would handle that kind of a situation. Do you think? And I know that's not about this season, but it, to me, it feels like a more interesting conversation. Um. Do you feel like Madison would have had a better chance with Peter if uh Peter's mom didn't talk at all? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like do you feel like it was peter's mom that drove her away or it was peter and their relationship that drove her away i i think it was peter's mom that it, it was really the nail in the coffin because you know in hindsight now that we're not like swimming in the drama of it uh like she was struggling but really working hard to like see past it and to give him a chance mm-hmm. and to give him benefit of the doubt and, and to um trust him and then his mom just came in hot with like, how dare you try and change my party animal son? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like, wait, party animal? Like, didn't he say faith was important to him? Yeah. Like, I guess I don't, I guess I don't know him like I yeah, thought I did. She caused a lot of doubt to stir in her, I guess. Oh, yeah. Well, and and either caused doubt or confirmed doubt. Mm-hmm. you know where it's like okay yeah no we're we're not on the same page like i was giving you benefit benefit of the doubt i was trusting what you were saying but then your family comes in and tells me that is not what you are about at all and pressures me for wanting that mm-hmm. and hope you know looking for that in a husband and so yeah no i'm out <laughs> So yeah, I think that there would have been a much better chance for her to be the person at the end of that road had had Peter's mom not opened her mouth. Well, um I know we kind of already talked a little bit about how earlier in the season how you you feel like Katie would be a great um 
bachelorette lead. Yeah. Um, if, if that's who they decided. If you couldn't pick Katie, but you had to pick a woman from either this season or Pete's season, who would you pick? Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like there are two answers. One's for the lulls. Okay. And Claire, uh, Claire again. <laughs> Claire, one more time. Uh, no, one's for the lulls and one's like out of genuine interest. Uh, I feel like I, for the lulls, I would actually like, I, I would love to see a Victoria season. Victoria from the, from this from season, this season yeah. not Victoria F from Pete season, not Victoria F. Uh, definitely not Victoria F even for the lulls. I don't think I could do that. Um, but like Victoria is just such has become such like a, uh, a pop culture caricature. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That like, I just feel like that would be so funny. I would never have to be angry or upset because the whole thing would be ludicrous from the get go. You mm-hmm. know, like, like it would be in a, just a whole ridiculous season. Yeah. And like, I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with going in knowing like, expectation wise and i feel like if they announced her as the bachelorette they would get really crazy people that would be the ones applying that's true which would just be terrific like all i don't know any like sane genuine like good men that are like (laughs) that's a woman i want to pursue (laughs) yeah for the most part it would be other like other men that are super into uh you know, drama and pretense and, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, uh, like a, a fake image, you know. Yeah, just ridiculousness. And, yeah, general ridiculousness. <laughs> so that would be my answer for the lulls. Okay. Uh, my my real answer, who I would, I would really love, I think, to see get, uh, get a real shot Honestly, it's I'm assuming, I'm presuming that uh he's going to propose to Rachel. Mm-hmm. And I actually think I'd really love to see Michelle get a real shot. Mm-hmm. Uh I really like Michelle a lot. I think she's cool, yeah. Um and I, I'd like to see where that goes. The other one that that popped into my head though was um uh oh I'm blanking on her name from Pete season, uh the attorney. Oh, uh, Kelly Flanagan. Kelly. Kelly Flanagan. I, I I still would love to see Kelly's no-nonsense bachelorette. You know, <laughs> just like zero drama, zero nonsense, like call everything like she sees it. I think I think it'd be interesting to see Madison too. Yeah. If, if she was a lead. I think Abigail would be an, a good, interesting lead. Oh, yeah. Um, Who was, a, who was the, the other one I had in mind? Kit. <laughs> not kit <laughs> not kit um yeah i i can't think of it right now but i think those are i mean i think what you said is solid i think those two would be solid but we'll see what they do between them and uh victoria and victoria <laughs> it's gonna be a solid choice of all equal and you know they could go completely left field as well. It may not be. It could someone be someone from not from a season, yeah, or or from the most recent seasons. Like it could be from years ago. Yeah, like they did with Claire. Like they did with Claire. Um, I think that uh, my my presumption is that we and and I think we ought to um, have another lead that is a person of color. Mm. Um, I think that ABC has some, still some like work to do in like, Mm -hmm. uh, that being said, I did just think of another one. I, I would love to see Demi. Oh man. Just for the fun. Just for the hers. Hers wouldn't be for like lulls, but for legit fun. For fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Demi is just, she's such a firecracker. She's so much fun. Uh, no, you know who I want to see? Uh, we've been, we've also been watching this year, uh, Hell's Kitchen. I want to see the girl with purple hair. Oh yeah. I don't know her name. I don't remember her name, but she's funny. She's, she's probably the best contestant on that show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I feel like she would be for the entertainment. Let's do, let's do the crossover, you know? 
What would the name of that show be? <laughs> Hell's Island. Hell's Island. <laughs> Isn't that where King Kong lives? <laughs> Skull Island. Oh. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I would love to see Gordon Ramsay host The Bachelor and just scream at people. Well, now that Chris is gone, <laughs> maybe he can apply. <laughs> and it could be like a half food show, half bachelor show. I'm here for it. I think Gordon Ramsay the best cake gets a chance to for the date. That's true. Yeah. I think Gordon Ramsay has like some pretty strong uh like uh contracts with Fox. So I don't think we could ever see it happen, but we could still hope. We could try. <laughs> Start a letter writing campaign. Yeah. Or we just need um Disney to buy uh, ABC. Oh, Disney owns ABC. Disney and, owns Fox. ABC and Fox. So it should yeah. be fine. It should be fine, I guess. Yeah, you're right. I forgot <laughs> that they own Fox as yeah. well now. That's funny. Yeah, they can do it. Let's see it happen. All I right. want the crossover. Yeah, we need you to, to come over and start yelling at people who are just trying to find love. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need you to yell at the people who are being idiots. Like we're all sitting in our on our couches yelling at people. Oh, That's yeah. really what we need is you someone to... Yeah, is for Gordon Ramsay to yell at people so that we can all go, thank you. Oh, if Gordon Ramsay had like a live pod where it was just him doing commentary on The Bachelor. Oh, I would give up. I would quit this. So many people would <laughs> listen and tune into that. I, I my, my, uh, our episodes every week would just be like telling you to go listen to his episode. Yeah, it's, it's just a five seconds like, hey, Gordon Ramsay's on. Go listen to him. Deuces. <laughs> well, what uh, what do you think uh, is going to happen with uh, Love Island this year? Do you think it's going to happen or no? Or Bachelor in Paradise, I'm sorry. Um, I haven't heard anything in the rumor mill, so I, I really don't know. Um, I don't know why they, why they couldn't, especially with it being in like a remote island. <laughs> And well, I don't know if it's a literal island. I think it's just a peninsula, but it is like its own uh, resort, which they've now done twice this year. Yeah, yeah. That's that's all I'm saying is if if they're able to like they always do, block off a section and make people quarantine. Like I don't know why they wouldn't be able to. They would just have to have all the people ahead of time quarantining so that they can introduce them as they wanted to. Which I feel like I could be wrong. I really don't know. But it seemed like that's what they were doing with Paradise anyway. So like I feel yeah, like... I'm sure they were there ahead of time. It's not like they just showed up and then walked on. Yeah. I feel like it's just the same model. Like It's like, oh yeah, no, we've been doing that mm -hmm. for years now. Um, well, I'm hopeful for Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, and who knows? We may get to Bachelor in Paradise finally. We haven't gotten to do it on this show yet. And decide that uh, we're no longer reviewing Bachelor and Bachelorette episodes. We're only do, doing. I'd be down. Bachelor in Paradise. We, uh, uh, we'll have one one episode for the Bachelor, one episode for Bachelorette. Yeah. At the very end, the just very to end, recap what like, happened. This is all the things that we think about each of the contestants. Here's who we're hoping get drafted into <laughs> it's paradise. A, it's a draft. Yeah. It's a draft episode. Here's who we're hoping gets drafted into paradise. We'll see you then. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you say we jump into relationship advice? Let's do it. I, 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 I haven't recorded it yet, so I still need you to do our, our little jingle. It's relationship advice. <laughs> it gets better every time. I don't think it's I never any different. Remember if I, I never remember what it actually is, and I don't know if I do it the same every time or different every time. I'm pretty sure it's the same, but it somehow it's better. All right, Scott found this one. I'm gonna read it though. You read you read last week's. Yeah, do it. Uh, so uh, I'm in a really weird situation with my 21 female family, and needed some advice. As a background, I have two brothers who I'll call Sam, 26 male, and Matt, 28 male. And uh, we'll call her, uh, it's just another throw uh, RA account, so we'll call her Hi. That's the last of the, the screen name. Uh, so uh, those aren't their real names, obviously. I'm going to college. Sam and Matt are both out of school and working. About a year ago, Matt 
uh, who's the older brother, announced that he and his girlfriend, 27 female, were engaged after having been together since high school. We're all happy because, uh, including my parents, uh, 58 female, 61 male, because we all knew and liked his fiance. Matt's wedding is scheduled for the beginning of April, and it's relatively small and outside because of COVID and money concerns. I haven't been too involved in the wedding planning because I've been at college, but in the fall, they asked if I wanted to be a bridesmaid, and I agreed. I assumed that Sam would also be in the wedding, but was never told so. Again, it's pretty informal, so they weren't planning on doing elaborate dresses and stuff, so I was just told a color and style of dress to wear. From how I understand it, Again, I've been at college, so I don't know everything. My parents and Sam were under the impression that Sam was going to be Matt's best man. Apparently, last week, Matt told them that Sam wasn't going to be the best man, and instead it was going to be his best friend, Bob. I don't know how this wasn't communicated before then. Anyway, my parents and Sam have both went back batshit crazy and are now refusing to go to the wedding or help pay for it if Sam isn't the best man. I haven't talked to Matt. Uh, He hasn't been picking up my calls, but according to my parents, he's not relenting and still wants Bob to be his best man. My parents told me that I shouldn't go to the wedding either because Matt was being a bad brother and betraying Sam. Does (laughs) Does <laughs> bad brother. <laughs> also naming him Sam. I'm just in my head. I'm I'm picturing Samwise Gamgee, mm. just the sweetest. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have any advice on how to remedy this situation and make my parents Matt and Sam all calm down? I don't want to miss Matt's wedding, but at the same time, they pay for my college, so I'm kind of under their control. I'm not sure what to do. Yeah, I do have some advice for you. Um, Tell your parents to grow up. (laughs) Y'all are in your late 50s. Deal with it. Like This day's not about you. Yeah, and it's not about Sam. It's not about the uh, the daughter, whatever her name is. Hi, we're going to call her hi. Yeah, it's about Matt and his fiance soon-to-be bride. Yeah. And whatever they want for that day, you let them do for that day. Yeah. Is it really worth ruining a relationship because something about a day that's not about you didn't go your way? <laughs> I I think it's ridiculous a- anytime because I've heard it several times before. And I even, you know, uh, I've had family members that have like gotten married and other family members for whatever bizarre reason won't go to the wedding they like refuse out of protest Mm -hmm. and i've had i've been in weddings some of my friends weddings where like they're really good friends for some like really tiny slight like refuse to go out of protest Mm -hmm. like you know you invited their fiance but not my girlfriend so i'm not going to your wedding and it's like what well, they're engaged and you're not. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we're paying for this. It's so funny because I always am the opposite right. of that. It's like I'll, I'll be talking with someone who I have been invited to their wedding. And they're like, yeah, you know, such and such happened. We need, we're need we looking at like cutting some people. And I'll go, hey, if you need to cut people, like feel free to cut me. Like I, I want to <laughs> be there. Know that I love you. I support you. I want to be there. But if you're struggling, like you can you can make me not go. I, uh, I've definitely told people, uh, I love you. I will absolutely get you a wedding present. I support you. I can't wait to hang out with you. I don't want to, I don't like weddings. Like I don't want to go. <laughs> I really don't. I don't want to do it. Um, I've since like gotten over that a little bit. Like mm-hmm. some of that was like, I I'm just more of an introvert. And so crowds drain me like crazy. And just because of like, I don't know, like the the types of things people assume about me because I'm good in most social interactions. Most people assume that I'm an extrovert. And so most people assume me that like if I'm at a party that, you know, ev- like I'm going to want to talk to everyone. And yeah. that pressure makes me like just want to like run, run. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I've gotten over that quite a bit more over the last couple of years, but yeah, I, I don't understand protesting someone's wedding. Totally. Especially if this is like 
someone that you want to maintain a relationship with. Like any time that you do an ultimatum, you're automatically then not on that person's team anymore. Yeah, yeah. And so to throw an ultimatum like, hey, if you don't do this thing that I want, we're not coming. It's like, okay, well, if you don't want to be a member of my family, then I won't treat you like a member of my family going forward. But know that that's your choice, not mine. So uh, the original poster has a couple of edits. So we'll we'll read through those. Uh, she said, I didn't include this originally, but I'm going to add it because someone in the comments suggested I should. Sam is not in the wedding party at all. Matt's groomsmen are Bob, Bob's brother, two college friends, and a cousin of ours Matt is close with. And some bum we found on the street. <laughs> as long as it's not Sam. As long as it's not Sam. Matt was Sam's best man two years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, Matt offered to include Sam in the wedding party when he got upset, but they were already mad. And then uh, another edit. Uh, she says, I talked to both my parents and Sam a lot last night. Basically, I think they're mad about different things. Sam is mad he's not in the wedding party at all, but doesn't care so much about being his best man. He feels like Matt doesn't care about him. And I think my parents are more mad that Bob is best man and not Sam. Uh, I've mentioned in the comments, but my parents don't like Bob and by extension don't like Bob's brother and seeing them both in the wedding instead of Sam enraged them. My mom was yelling over the phone at me something to the effect of what's next. Bob's dad is officiating. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, mom, if Matt wants Bob's dad to officiate, (laughs) then then he's going to (laughs) officiate. It's not about you. (laughs) I I think that this is one of those things like, you know, especially reading some of the edits. I think this happens sometimes where, uh, you know, a family unit uh, is very close even after, uh, children grow up and get married. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not the true with every family. It is true with some families. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes when that happens, one of the the children doesn't want that, like doesn't feel that closeness with the family that they were uh, born into and, and grew up with, but end up kind of choosing their family mm-hmm. as they get older. And that's not, like abnormal or weird or unhealthy either. No. Uh, and you know, it, it's, it's okay to literally like leave your family and cleave to your wife and your new family that you're going to build together and your new chosen family of people that, that you're closer with. Um, and you know, I have great, uh, I, I, I have great relationships with my, my siblings, but I have a lot of people in my life that, are closer to me than my siblings and my siblings have people in their life that are closer to them than me. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Like, uh, there, there's nothing wrong with that. It is perfectly normal and natural. Uh, and, and so it sounds like this family is very, uh, they're, they're a little bit of isolationists maybe mm. in terms of other relationships. And then we definitely don't like Bob. Or, or, Bob's brother. <laughs> or, or Bob's brother. Or Bob's dad. Because <laughs> Lord knows that fire and brimstone would fall from the skies <laughs> if he would did the wedding. What's next? <laughs> that's yeah. that's my favorite part of this post so far, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah. It, it's. I would even maybe understand a little bit more if the parents had some reason why they shouldn't be getting married. Sure. Like, Hey, you know, like we have heard lots of rumors about your fiance being promiscuous or something like, <laughs> okay. Like I'm, I'm just like throwing out like a, a fake <laughs> okay. scenario. Like, so like we really like, we're not going to pay for this wedding because we think you're making a huge mistake. Oh, sure. Protesting yeah. out of like, hey, we love you and this is a this bad... This is bad for you. For you. Yeah. But that's not what this is. This is we're not getting what we want. This is bad for us. Yeah. So... 
screw you, so Matt. So we're going to hurt you instead and hurt our relationship instead. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And it sounds like Matt uh, is maybe digging in a little bit out of this like backlash that it's like, really, you're going to act like this? Okay, fine. Act like that. Yeah, he might be. But it also could just be like, I don't know his what his relationship with Bob is like. They're best friends. <laughs> He's probably not best friends with Sam. <laughs> right. Maybe Sam has no friends. And that's why Matt was his best man. Right. <laughs> like okay well he's the closest male relative to my age right and and we did like grow up together, together. yeah but if matt has a best friend and apparently a lot of friends <laughs> he's also friends with bob's brother bob's brother and a couple cousins more than his brother <laughs> like, no not even college friends there was culture i uh, wasn't his no the cousin was one of them too oh, cousin sure. was there one was of a them. cousin that was on there <laughs> um but it's like i like me and you we're best friends but if you told me like hey scott you're not going to be in my wedding party but i still want you at the wedding i'd be like awesome dude i'm so excited for you like i don't need to be in the wedding party i don't care if i'm in the wedding party i just want to be a part of your day you're not gonna protest no i'm like cool i got out of some of the duties like i i want to i want to uh see this scenario play out uh but i expect you to pick it at my wedding okay I'll do it. I'll, I'll make some signs. <laughs> and everyone who walks into the wedding that you know, just call him a scab. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Can you believe what this guy did? <laughs> Didn't even make me part of the wedding party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think this is ridiculous. I understand uh, that family drama is always tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always difficult. Um, and I do understand Sam's point that it's like, man, it does hurt a little bit that like, you have this big wedding party and I'm not even, you know, included or, or like a conversation about it mm-hmm. ahead of time. Like it seemed like he maybe got a little blindsided by that. Totally. I understand hurt feelings. That makes perfect sense. Hurt. Yeah. I could, I could. Yeah. Especially we don't know how it came out. Like maybe it sounded like he learned about it after the fact, but it also sounds like he was assuming some things. Right. Right. So like some of his hurt feelings are based off of his own assumptions. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, all that being said, like my advice for you is to have a real conversation with your parents around this not being their day. Right. And look, like I, if, if you're going to put your foot down that you really don't want to see your son's wedding, uh, respect the fact that I want to see my brother's wedding. Yeah. And I, I'm not, you know, siding with him. I just want to celebrate with my brother and 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 his fiance that I've known most of my life and love like and care about. Totally. Well, and it's like why are these parents trying to use their pocketbook as a manipulation tactic for their kids to do what they want? Yeah. Yeah, like, it's absolutely. not healthy. Like obviously you guys, the parents are in an unhealthy place and their relationship with their kids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, I'm going to withhold because you're not giving me what I want. That's what a, a kid does. Right. right. <laughs> like a little child. Yeah. That it's like, oh, I didn't win. Uh, I didn't win the, the touch football game or something like that. Or a call didn't go my way. And so I'm taking my ball and going home. So you guys can't play football. Yeah. Like that's what, that's what they're yeah. doing. Your elementary kids. <laughs> Sorry poster, but your kid, your, your parents never grew up. Yeah. No, there's some serious unhealthy stuff going on there and they do, they, they need to get over themselves. They need to appreciate that this is, uh, that this is their son's day. And if they ever want to have a relationship with their grandkids, mm-hmm. they need to, they need to get on board. Yeah respect your son's decision like it's his day he's marrying someone he can have whoever he wants to be involved involved absolutely and he wants you there he it's not like you didn't get invited right and yeah. even if that was the case it's sure it's hard feelings but you do it yeah yeah because you know it, that yeah 
<laughs> because that's, I, I feel like at the fundamental, like if, as I was raised, that's what parenting is. <laughs> yeah. It's unconditional love sacrifice. of your children and sacrifice for them. Yeah. Like that, that's what parenting is like at maybe after, you know, 12 or 13, you know, up until 12 or, or, or no, even then it's sacrifice. Cause it's always, no sacrifice. one wants to change diapers. No one wants to, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, I'm sure there are dads who like literally go nuts for little league, but I, I'm also certain that there are many parents that are like, if I have one more soccer game, I have to mm-hmm. like pack, pack snacks if for, to, if I have to cut oranges <laughs> for another little team, <laughs> some of these other parents need to pull their weight like, like kids you know. that just run around in a pack kicking each other's shins <laughs> you know like i i the, it, there is sacrifice and it is like unconditional love and sacrifice for your kids and you know i look forward to that one day i look forward to being in that position you know as a parent where mm-hmm. i get where i get to do that and it'll suck at times and it'll be uncomfortable or awkward and it will require something of me that I don't always want to just willingly give but that's what you do mm-hmm. <laughs> for your kids and so yeah I, I feel like there's there's some real uh maybe even like identity issues going on with with these parents and and you know I maybe with Sam I, I feel like I understand his hurt feelings more than I understand mm-hmm. the parents hurt feelings um but yeah, like y- you need to get over yourself and and understand that like Matt's decisions don't dictate your life and you don't get to dictate Matt's decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only other thing we we didn't really address, which I don't think this is what the case is, but if they're maybe from a different culture sure. where like the wedding ceremony is very different or very like familial or whatever it is, but it sounds very much like they're just a traditional like American whatever. If Bob's dad might be officiating, it sounds yeah. pretty uh it sounds pretty waspy to me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's relationship advice. <laughs> relationship advice. Yep. Well, uh thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Next week is the finale. It'll be our final episode of the season. Uh we hope to see you guys there. If you guys have any uh comments or feedback or want to just get a shout out on the show you can send us an email at hello at batchpadpodcast.com or you can dm us uh on twitter at batchpadpodcast we'd love to hear from you guys and then we will see you guys back here for the finale next week